Hey everyone, it's Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival, and this week we talk about one of my favorite topics, bug out tactics, and specifically how to stay safe and feed yourself on the run with my top five picks for bug out guns. Check this out. Bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging. Would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey everyone, it is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of New World Patriot Alliance. And this week we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, actually the combination of two of my favorite topics, bugging out and weapons. And what we're going to specifically talk about are my top five picks for bug out guns. Now, carrying for different survival scenarios is different. Okay, so it's not like one size fits all for any of your firearms. For example, a lot of people like to think of the AR, like an AR-15, as the ultimate survival gun, right? Well, that's great if you are in a situation such as survive in place where you might have to defend your home from looters or something like that. A rifle can be one of the best options that you have. However, if you are in a bug-out scenario, are you really going to go walking down Main Street or anywhere out there with an AR-15. Although you see lots of photos and magazines of people actually doing this in these types of scenarios, an AR-15 is most likely not going to be the best choice for a survival weapon at that time. The fact is that you need different levels of survival weapons for different scenarios that you might be in. Now, we talk about this extensively in our Extreme Survival Weapons Special Blueprint. And you can get that at, it's free, it's a free publication that we have at bestsurvivalweapons.com. You can just go there and just grab the guide right now. And we talk a lot about the different scenarios that you might be in and how different weapons would be, best be used during these types of scenarios. So you can really kind of take a look at your own arsenal, double check it against what we recommend. We also talk about things like the best ammunition for survival and in different scenarios like that. So there's a lot of information in there, but specifically what we're going to be talking about today are my top five picks for bug-out guns. All right, and so why would you need a firearm when you are evacuating your area, when you're in a forced evacuation scenario? Now, obviously, we always talk about the best place is typically going to be to stay at home, right? However, that decision can be made for you. I say that because I get a lot of people that, that comment on our blog and on our YouTube channel and things like that about how stupid it is to bug out. Well, there, typically, that decision is going to be made for you, okay? So if you're in a situation where you have a disaster that's happening and you're no longer able to stay at home, then obviously you're going to have to leave, right? So it's not like you just throw on all of your bug out gear at, at the first sign of the economy tanking and you head on out and, and just wander around the wasteland with an AR-15 and a bug out bag. Okay, but the decision is going to be made for you when you bug out. Now, in that scenario, if it's a localized disaster, typically you're not going to be under a lot of you're not going to be under a lot of danger from what we consider the number one threat, which is other people. 
So if it's a localized disaster, you've got flooding in your area or things like that, typically that's not a high threat scenario, right? So you make it to safety. There's usually, you're not going through military checkpoints. You don't have looters all over the place for the most part. But there are those scenarios that we talk about that could trigger something that does that does create widespread panic and chaos. Things like a grid down blackout, for example, where it hits a large section of of the country or even the whole country, sections, large sections of the country, which puts everything into pandemonium after just a day or two days or three days. Now, again, you might want to stay at home and you might need a survive in place weapon for that. However, if things do start heating up in your area and you find more looting, there's more protests going on because people are upset of the scenario that they're in, then there are different, different things that you might want to make that decision, like there are safer places to be than my home, and so that's where you might take off and actually evacuate to an area. So again, you have to look at each type of scenario that you're in and make your decisions based on that, and then also that comes to, well, what what weapons are you going to need to be able to protect yourself and those you love as you're in the process of getting to your destination as well. All right. So, uh, so, so protection is one of the areas and then also being able to feed yourself along the way. If it truly is a situation where things are crumbling around us, then a firearm is also going to be very helpful with being able to get game. Okay. So being able to shoot small, uh, small game or even a deer, all of those things, being able to feed yourself, are all things that you need to take into account when you are selecting firearms and you're deciding what you're going to need as as far as evacuation gear. All right. So, so again, a lot of people look at the AR-15 as kind of the ultimate weapon. But when it comes to bugging out, it's not my first choice. In fact, it's probably my last choice when it comes to this. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't take it with you. For example, if you're evacuating, you're not just going to throw a backpack on and start walking across across the country. You're going to typically get inside of a vehicle, right? We have these different levels. We have, there are five phases of a disaster. And, and when you're forced to evacuate, you're going to be in a vehicle first. In that case, you can take something like an AR-15 with you. You, it's not, you don't have to worry about the weight of it. You don't have to worry about the size of it. You can hide it in a vehicle. You don't have any of the considerations that you might need when it comes to if it were just you and your bug out bag and you were forced to walk somewhere. Okay, so, but we're going to go straight into walking bug out. All right, so what I'm talking about are weapons that you can use that will provide you protection as well as allow you to get to get game and food along the way and that where you have the the situations where you have to uh, keep it hidden, you have to keep it covert, you don't want people to know what you have, and yet it still needs to be strong enough firepower to be able to protect you and, and do everything that you need those weapons to do. Okay, so I'm going to give you my top five list, and these are from personal experience and things that I actually use. Now, I don't carry all of these at one time, and I'll explain how I have these these set up in my own arsenal for you to be able to compare your own your own choices and uh, really get some ideas for if you're looking to build out your arsenal. Again, we we choose a, a twelve we have a twelve level po- program that we like to think of in, in making sure that we're fully armed or fully protected all the way around. And this is just one aspect of it. Okay, all right. So choice number one 
is going to be my handgun that I have, which is, for me, it's a Glock 19, a 9mm Glock 19. So let me explain why I I choose the Glock. Now, this is not a, a commercial for Glock itself, okay? You can choose whatever firearm that you have, but there are some special considerations that you need to think about. One of those is going to be ammunition. Okay, so one on the ammunition side is stopping power. Do you have the, you know, is your firearm going to have produce enough stopping power? Is it a is it a strong enough round to be able to protect you with? Okay, is one aspect of it. And two is availability. Number two is availability. So I prefer to go with NATO rounds. So currently we are our military still uses nine millimeters. Uh, we are actually they're even looking at now switching over to the Glock 19. So, and they're even considering going away from just ball ammo and going to hollow point in some cases as well. So, so that would mean that if it were a true world is ending as we know it type of a situation, we know that there's still going to be a military presence of some kind. And so if manufacturing of ammunition is strained in any way, shape, or form, you can pretty much bet that NATO rounds are still going to be produced. So nine millimeter is going to still be produced. That's why I like to match what I carry, typically with NATO options, okay? So my first choice is a Glock 19. Now, the only reason I like that is because it is concealable, right? I can carry it. I can, I can travel in urban environments amid, uh, among people, among a, a population, and nobody will know that I have it. I can carry it concealed. And that's one of the biggest considerations when you are arming yourself for survival purposes, you don't want people to know what you have. If somebody sees that you have a firearm, they're thinking about self-protection also. So they are going to potentially ambush you and take whatever firearms that you have, potentially just kill you and just take your firearms. All right. So, so I like the Glock 19 because it does give me stopping power. It gives me uh, concealability. And, and it's also very rugged for, uh, for survival purposes. In other words, it, it's a strong, sturdy firearm. You can put that thing through hell. You can get, it can get in the dust. It can get in the dirt and it's going to fire very reliably for you. Now it's not the most reliable firearm. I prefer, uh, some sort of a revolver, uh, is going to be, you know, there's less working parts. They're just very plain. <laughs> you know, their operation of them is very simple. So those are very good options. However, for me, there are other things that I take into consideration as well and uh, that we're going to be talking about next. So the first one is uh, is Glock 19. Now, here's the other thing that I like about the Glock 19 is that all of the uh, almost all of the magazines that they have for Glock for nine millimeter fit into my weapon. All right. So if I have if I for some reason I can't my 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 Glock 19 mags are broken then I can use a Glock 17 mag in it. So that is just for the full the full size Glock 9 millimeter. But that same magazine will fit into mine. So that gives me better capability of being able to find replacement parts if I need to and things like that. The other thing is that uh, you can buy 30 round magazines for the Glock. And so I have some 30 round magazines that I can put into the bottom of it as well. Now it sticks way out. So this isn't exactly concealability. You're not going to stick this thing in your waistband because that large, that large magazine is going to be sticking out there. However, I have another place for that. So, so, all right. So number one is Glock 19. My second choice 
is actually it go it's it's a component not a component but it builds upon my Glock 19 which is a carbine conversion kit so essentially what it is uh, for me I use the CAA tactical Roni and basically it is the framework of a rifle without any sort of firing mechanism in it so basically what I do is I take my Glock 19 it fits within just five or seven seconds I can put that thing right into the Roni ta the Roni uh, conversion kit. It puts my my Glock 19 fits right in there. It has now has a charging handle. It has a stock. It has it doesn't actually have a barrel that comes off of the Glock 19, but it essentially just gives you a framework with a front with a front grip and a shoulder stock to be able to turn my pistol into a short barrel rifle. Now, I'll tell you right now that the Roni itself is not illegal. You can purchase that. Anybody can purchase it because it's not a firearm. However, once you put your pistol in there, and they make the, they make the Roni for other pistol types, not just for Glock. But once you put the pistol in there, now you've made it a short barrel rifle. So if you don't have an NFA trust or anything like that that you can, you can own a short barrel rifle, then this is going to be illegal. However, if you're in a situation where you're bugging out and it's complete panic and chaos around you, you might not even care about that. That's entirely up to you. That's your choice. However, this does take the handgun and it gives it much further range and accuracy as well as additional components that you can add on, such as a, um, I have a, a red dot scope on it. Uh, you can also put a laser on it. You can put, there's different rail, you know, there's rails on it on the the carving kit, so you can you can actually just turn it into a tricked out sub or, or um, short barrel short barrel rifle. So it works really well, and I like it because it's small enough to fit inside of my bug out bag within just a matter of seconds. It now turns my pistol into a rifle. So if in some some reason I was trying to defend myself and I was able to get behind cover. And I want to quickly, if I need more accuracy, I can go ahead and slip that, pull it out of my bug out bag, slip the pistol into it, and I can now use it as a rifle. The other thing is that with my 30-round magazines for my Glock, now I have a 30-round short barrel rifle that I can use with much better accuracy, firepower, and it's adaptable. So I can go from pistol to rifle in a very short time period with the same firearm. Okay, so that's it's one of the reasons I, I really like the uh, the Roni, and that's that's one of the things I carry in my in my bag. Okay, all right. So choice number three that I have here is well, there's a couple different ones here. So I can tell you that uh, now one of my favorite rounds that we actually think of for survival is going to be the 22 long rifle, and I love the 22 because it doesn't have a a large register to it, a, a, you know, a, a loud register to it. So it allows you to maintain, um, you know, kind of keeping your keeping your position covert as much as possible because it doesn't have a really loud sound to it when you shoot it. So that can help to just kind of keep your whereabouts hidden. If you're getting small game with it, uh, you can you can get larger game than just squirrels with a 22. It's it's possible. It's not easy. But it is possible. But they're very accurate. You can carry one of the best things I like is that you can carry a ton of ammunition that is not very heavy, and it just gives you a lot more rounds. 
Okay, so anytime that you're looking at your firepower when it comes to anything that you're going to have to carry on you, weight is absolutely one of the considerations that you need to think about. And there's nothing, you know, the 22 is going to be the lightest round you're going to get, and you can carry a lot of it. So even in a, even in a, a situation where you have to use it for protection, now is it a one round man stopper? No, it's not. However, who wants to get shot with a 22? Nobody, right? So you can load up a 30-round magazine, a 22, and if if you have to use it for defense, somebody number one, it's very accurate, and it doesn't have a lot of uh, doesn't have a lot of kickback to it. So even children can use it very very easily. But you know, some people start getting hit with a 22, they're going to think twice about attacking you. And again, you can get you can get small game and medium sized game with this relatively easy. So it does give you a low register way of getting small game to be able to use to supplement your survival food supply as well. Now, I personally have the Ruger 1022 takedown model. Uh, it comes into two. It splits off into two parts. Both parts slip right inside of my bug out bag, and that is one option for you. The other one that you might think about is the is the Henry Repeating Arms AR-7 survival rifle. And this one was designed for Air Force survival rifle. It is basically the the stock of the weapon and the barrel comes apart and goes inside of the stock along with 10-round magazine. I think it's a 10-round magazine. And, uh, and it just kind of fits all inside of there, just like some sort of a, some sort of James Bond type rifle, okay? In fact, it's made out of plastics and it floats. So if that's a consideration, uh, the only thing is they're, they're not extremely accurate. They're not made for long-term use. So they're not as rugged as like a, a Ruger is going to be or, you know, something like that or some other type of a, of a 22. But, um, so my choice really is the Ruger 1022 takedown, but I do like the AR7 and, uh, it is an option for you as well. And it's, it's lighter than the, than the Ruger 1022. Okay, so that was choice number four. Uh, num- or, I'm sorry, that was number three. So number four kind of goes along with that in that I like to have another option for a 22 because 22 ammunition, you might be able to, to gain access to that still and you can get large amounts of it. So this really, that's one of the biggest benefits of the 22 is, is how much you can carry with you, how much you have available and how far that ammunition can go. So I like to have some other option besides just my rifle and that's going to be a pistol. Now, I do have a Ruger 22 pistol that I carry as well, but my my first choice is actually the SIG Mosquito. I don't think they're actually making these anymore, but you can get them actually relatively inexpensively now. They used to be pretty expensive, but now you can get them pretty inexpensive. You just go to like gunbroker.com and, and you'll find them there. So uh, I like the SIG Mosquito. It's a 22, uh, 22 long rifle, semi-automatic pistol. It's way more accurate than my Ruger 1020, or I'm sorry, yeah, my Ruger 22 revolver, which is not accurate at all. It's only, it's really only a short distance weapon, which for the 22, I would much rather have something stronger at short distance, which is why I have the Glock 19, right? But the SIG 22 long rifle pistol, the Mosquito, is much more accurate. It does allow you to carry more rounds, you know, you can shoot more rounds than a revolver will and that gives me something that if i need to hand it off to somebody that isn't very well isn't very good with firearms or uh, doesn't really 
you know, if it's somebody that you just have to hand a weapon to for for safety, then a 22 is not going. It doesn't have a hardly any kickback to it. It is, you know, it can still be used for personal defense, and somebody can use it without it scaring the hell out of them. Even a child can use it. Like I said, it's not a lot of kickback to it, and it works. It works very well. So I like to have that in case I need to give it to somebody else to be able to use for personal protection. Okay, and that might be might be my son. It might be my wife. As most of you probably know, my wife is not a big gun fan. So uh, so this is something that won't scare the hell out of her, and she can actually use it. Trust me, I've, I've tried. I know people have given me all kinds of advice to try to get her to convert. Um, other people have told me just divorce my wife. <laughs> I'm not doing any of those things. It's not working. So, But anyway, I know that in a in a crisis, I can hand this off to her, and she has something that isn't going to just you know scare the hell out of her. Okay, and uh, last one that we got here is is one of my favorites. This is a, a a new choice for me, and this is the AR pistol. The AR pistol that that I have is a is a custom made AR pistol, and from from uh, Titan Armament is is has a lot of uh, custom components to it. And this is something I've been looking at for a very very long time. Now the AR pistol is the AR platform, so it'll shoot 223, it'll shoot 5.56, so it will shoot NATO ammo in it, and essentially it is a pistol. So it's not considered a short barrel rifle. Now, if you were to put a foregrip a, a, a foregrip on this thing, or a buttstock on it, all of a sudden now it is a rifle, and it would be a short barrel rifle, and that would be illegal. However, it's considered a quote unquote pistol because it doesn't have those things, right? So essentially, it's a it's a long pistol. Uh, you can get it in a ten and a half inch barrel. You can get it in a seven and a half inch barrel. I have self, I have a seven and a half inch barrel simply because with the ten and a half inch barrel and a buffer tube on the end of it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can just basically put in AR pistol into Google Images, and it'll pull up all kinds of images there for you. But with the the buffer tube on the end of it, which I prefer to have, you can get it with or without the buffer tube that comes off of the back of it. So it's not a true stock, but it does come off. You can put it against your cheek, and it does give you much better accuracy, I've found, when you use the buffer tube versus not having a buffer tube. It also extends the life of it. It's not going to be as rugged on it. It's not going to have as much kick to it. You can you can be more accurate with it, and it is just a better option, I think, to have the buffer tube on there. However, if you've got the buffer tube on there and a 10.5-inch barrel, it's almost the same size as – well, it's not almost the same size, but it's it's long enough that you may as well just use a full-size AR. Okay, so that's why in order to, to fit it inside of my bug-out bag – I use the shorter barrel, the seven and a half inch barrel, and the the buffer tube on the end of it. Now you can get some other things for it. There's an arm brace that you can get for these that essentially straps it to your arm. It doesn't it doesn't turn it into a short barrel rifle. However, that arm brace can can be used like a stock uh, if you were to use it that way. Again, it's Kind of questionable whether that you're actually using it as a short barrel rifle at that point. However, uh, that's up to you. And uh, it does, again, just putting it on there does not does not make it a short barrel rifle, though. So you're still okay with it. All right. So one of the things I like about this also, there's a couple things that I really like about the AR pistol. 
So one is that, again, it uses NATO ammo. So again, you have that crossover capability that if you need to get ammunition during a time where ammunition supply is strained, then you're most likely going to be able to use, uh, there's going to be, a, there is going to be available ammunition for 5.56. All right. So that's one thing I really like is that I can use that if I find ammunition, if I can trade ammunition, if I can buy ammunition, if I can take ammunition, whatever I need to do, it gives me something that I know that there's going to be a supply out there somewhere. Okay. So that's one thing I like about it. The second thing that I like about it is that simply by changing out the bolt of the AR pistol with a conversion bolt, you can turn that pistol into a 22 long rifle. Okay, so it'll shoot 22 long rifle from it, and all you have to do is change out the bolt. So what that means is, and this is what this is how this is why I was saying like I don't I don't carry all of these, but I carry the AR pistol because. I want to have a, a better round if I need to hit large game. So if I've got some, some 5.56 ammo with me, I can use that to take down a deer if I need to. Okay, and I want that capability. I do want that kind of stopping power, and that's why I like to have my AR pistol. However, I also just care, simply carry a bolt with me, the, the conversion bolt, that if I no longer have 5.56 available, or if I need to switch over because, for whatever reason, over to 22, all I do is just in a matter of seconds, I just pop open the um, the lower from the upper receivers and I pull pull out the bolt, replace it with the 22 conversion bolt. Now all of a sudden I'm in business. Oh, well, you also have to have a special magazine for it. So it's 25 round magazine. The whole it's it looks like an a it looks like a 5.56 magazine, but it's actually changed out so it holds 22 ammunition. So it fits right in the same magazine well. You put it in there, and now you're shooting 22 rounds from your AR-15. And that, to me, is like, that's my favorite crossover right there. So I like to carry the AR pistol with the 22 conversion bolt so I can bring both sets of ammunition. I can bring some 5.56 for, for when I need that, but I can carry a bunch of 22 ammunition with me and use that primarily for the things I might need, like small game or, or stuff like that. All right. So that's my personal preference along with my Glock 19. All right. So I'm curious what you actually carry for a survival weapon when it comes to if you were in a forced evacuation scenario. So a couple things. One, go and grab our free guide, the 12 layers of of survival weapons in our extreme survival weapons blueprint over at bestsurvivalweapons.com. And also share with me on the blog, what is your favorite forced evacuation bug out scenario weapon that you carry with you? I really wanna know what it is that you've found, what you've tested, what you carry. All right, so go ahead and do that. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying train hard, stay safe, prepare now. been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.